Hi friends, welcome to the Daily Bible Project Podcast and we're in episode 211 of our wonderful journey through the whole Bible, chapter by chapter, verse by verse. Now if perhaps this is the first time you've dropped in to join us on this journey, I can recommend you do one of two things. If you want, you can go right back to the start of season one, which will initially be an overview of each and every one of the books of the Bible, after which, following a survey of the community of listeners, we decided that the next part of that journey together should be working together through the whole Bible, chapter by chapter, verse by verse. So why not consider doing that and make a 5-10 minute daily study of the Bible part of the rhythm of your life? Anyway, we're today we're in part 142 of our path through Genesis, and I've been I'll give an overall title to this section, the second half of chapter 18. I've asked the question, why doesn't God judge the world? And looking the story at the story of Sodom and Gomorrah as a way of thinking about that. Now, you may remember the last few episodes prior to we launched this section, we saw in the opening half of Genesis chapter 18, we saw three men visit Abraham and how he offered hospitality to them. And we also found out that one of them was in fact the Lord. And as they get up to leave, Abraham goes with them to help sort of uh, send them on their way. And then verse 16 tells us this. When the men got up to leave, they looked down towards Sodom, and Abraham walked along with them to see them on their way. Now, a Jewish tradition says they walked about three miles, and at that point they stopped, and that that was because they could see down the coast and see the city of Sodom in the distance. And then verse 17 says this, Then the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham what I am about to do? Now, this is an unusual sounding verse, isn't it? The Lord is seen to speak. Perhaps he says it out loud, or maybe he's just, in a sense, pondering to himself. And he's asking the question, should he hide what he's going to do, or should he disclose what he's about to do to Abraham? So the Lord is pondering to himself and saying, I'm about to do something to Sodom and Gomorrah, and I wonder whether I should hide it from Abraham. And we literally see the Lord musing with himself. But then in verse 18, it says this, Abraham will become a great and powerful nation and all nations on earth will be blessed through him. So the Lord is restating this truth to himself. Now, we, of course, have been told repeatedly before in this book of Genesis that this is God's plan for Abraham and that is it is his intention for him and his family line. He's going to make a great nation out of him and the nations that come from him upon the earth in the future, through them, the whole earth is going to be blessed. Now, this is a reference to the fact that the Messiah is going to come through Abraham's line. So the Lord is saying, should I tell him about this aspect of his revelation or should I hide that from him should I reveal the full messianic promise to Abraham that's what he's asking himself and then in verse 19 we hear the Lord say for I have chosen him so that he will direct his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right so the Lord will bring about for Abraham what he has promised Now, when the scripture says, we hear the Lord saying, I have chosen him, there's a word that is used there that 
appears in the Bible several times and is used in different ways. One is just a factual state of choice. We don't really have that nuance in modern English, but there's another use of that word which is said to be more personal and emotional. And on this occasion, it is that second way in which that word is being used. It's about having a deep, intimate relationship. As a matter of fact, the Bible will be seen to frequently to refer to Abraham as a friend of God. So what's been going on in this, these opening three verses of this section is we see the Lord pondering a situation and saying, should I tell him what I planned for him? And then he sort of says, well, yeah, maybe I should because we're friends and friends usually know what they plan to do. And so as a friend, he should tell him that his children and their defendants after him, he wants to tell them in order that they can live the best possible life and ensure that life maintains a level of righteousness and justice. Which is why he says, paraphrasing that verse again, I've chosen him so that he will direct his children and his household that comes on after that to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just so that I can bring about for him what I have promised. I have chosen Abraham to bring righteousness and justice to the world completely in the fullness of time. But what's the difference between righteousness and justice? Well, righteousness is seen as conformity to the will of God, but justice is that righteousness outworked in the society on the basis of the will of God meaning that we need to do what is right, not just say what is right. So that's why God wants to disclose his plan for Abraham to illustrate his righteousness and his justice sometimes needs to be worked out in society. And he's saying, that's my intent, and therefore I need to tell you about it, and I need to inform you about my intention concerning Sodom. Now we're going to pause at that point. For many, these verses teach us some fascinating spiritual truths. Number one is that God reveals his truth to his friends, but he does that. He reveals this truth to us as friends in order that we can share that truth with other people. If you know your Lord, then you should consider yourself as having a relationship with the Lord in a way that enables you to know and recognize his truth. And God will reveal that truth to you so that you can share that truth with other people. So that's one of the great verses of the Bible. And that's one of the great truths of the Bible. But there's more truths to unpack from this amazing passage. And we'll do that together again in the next episode. I'd remind you that there's always a transcript of every one of these individual podcasts available in any audio version of the podcast, no matter what platform you're accessing it on. But anyway, that's it for today. Thank you for joining me on the Daily Bible Project podcast, and I'll see you back here again very soon. Bye-bye for now.